When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When Palpatine took over the Empire, he didn't do it overnight. It was the gradual and planned efforts that he culminated for decades to his plight of his power. Concealing the Sith in the shadows, keeping the Imperial Senate alive for as long as he needed, and informed his highest in command to make sure all things seemed respectable in the Empire's eye. The Republic was rearranged into the Galactic Empire with the general population's consent, Palpatine having persuaded them that the Jedi were double-crossers. The only people who saw through the lies of the Empire were Padme, Bail Organa, and Mon Mothma, to name a few before the rise of the Rebels, of course. With the chance of approval in the Senate Stadium that night, we get the impression that amid the rule of the Empire, the average citizen or enlistee may trust that the Empire was morally justified. I'll first say that the direction Lucasfilm is now going with Star Wars is to highlight the new Empire soldiers on a more personal level to really understand their reasons to enlist and passionately fight for the Emperor. The book Tarkin, which is canon, is a breadcrumb of what they're planning to do, but with the information that can be gathered from the novel, there are perfect excerpts that can help us understand the point of view from the Empire, its officers, and its troopers. The general idea that they had was relatively the same among all ranks, low to high. It was the universal belief that the Empire and its leaders were the sole providers of protection in the galaxy. The following segment I'm about to read is from Tarkin, and then after that will be from Bloodlines. We'll cover a few books in this video to help with our answer. This bold vision of the future requires not only the surface of those of immaculate reputation and consummate skill in the just exercise of power, but also the service of a vast military dedicated to upholding the laws necessary to ensure galactic harmony. It may appear to some that the enactment of universal laws and the widespread deployment of a heavily armed military are steps towards galactic domination. But these actions are taken merely to protect us from those who would invade, enslave, exploit, or foment political dissent, and to punish accordingly any who engage in such acts. Look on our new military, not as trespassers or interlopers, but as gatekeepers, here to shore up the Emperor's vision of a pacified and prosperous galaxy. Tarkin's perspective, which all the stormtroopers shared, was a collective belief that their military power protected the galaxy from those who wanted to inflict chaos and disorder. They firmly believed the Emperor was doing good, however, that viewpoint changed among some troops after the Battle of Endor. Here's what they had to say about it in the novel Aftermath. We are the ones who enslaved whole worlds full of alien inhabitants. We are the ones who built something called a Death Star under the leadership of a decrepit old goblin who believed in the dark side of some ancient insane religion. And now, here are Leia's details as she talks about being tortured by Darth Vader and how his stormtroopers just watched. I can go on about this in another video if you'd like. I mean, he tortured me for hours, while a couple of his Imperial stormtroopers watched. Sometimes that got to her when nothing else did. The troopers had been soldiers of the line. Some of them had honestly believed they were doing the right thing, or so she told herself. But how could you believe that after you watched a 19-year-old girl writhing on the floor and screaming for mercy that never came? 
How could you stand there and watch that girl convulse in helpless agony without doing something, anything, to help? So, while it seems that Disney is trying to make it seem as if the Empire thinks they're the good guys, I will provide one source from the old legends book, The Glove of Darth Vader, which was published in 1992. And in the novel, this is how Grand Moff Bertrofhisa greets the Imperials with this line. To my fellow Grand Moffs, and to the Grand Admirals, other officers, stormtroopers, bounty hunters, slave lords, and slaves, I bid you all dark greetings. So in most of Legends material, it seems the Stormtroopers and the Empire in general knew they were the bad guys. However, with new canon, they seem to be wanting to open up a new set of stories which can showcase the justification of Stormtroopers and the commanders for having joined the Empire and serving Palpatine with loyalty. At the end of the day, there is no good or bad, right or wrong, dark or light side. It all merely comes down to where you look. From a certain point of view. A certain point of view? I want to know what you think. Do you think the Stormtroopers were evil? Do you think the Grand Moffs thought they were evil as well? Or are you pro-Empire and believe there was a reason behind the dictatorship? Look to the Facebook page for the giveaway winners today and tomorrow. I will see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Until we meet again, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, thanks for watching. And remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Now, fulfill.